What does it mean to be woke and free? It means to be woke, educated, and enlightened, and you are unapologetically free to share your opinion while hearing out others, whether they agree with you or not. What does woke and free mean to you? It means digging down to what's really going on, not accepting information just because you are told it is the truth. It is waking up to the idea that there is a story behind the story. It is freeing yourself from the chains of control. How does one become woke and free? Make the decision, commit to a woke and free lifestyle and never look back. Subscribe to the educational and entertaining phenomenon of a podcast at WokenFree.com, W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com, and you will tune in every week for Woken Free Wednesday for an unforgettable show you can't get enough of. Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. From the Spotify podcast studio here in sunny Philadelphia, I'm Quincy Stallworth, and this is Quince Questions. Today we interview King Sis. King Sis is an international R&B star. I'm having such a great time uh, during this interview. I, I can't tell you, I've, I've been a fan of her music for several years. I found her originally on Epidemic Sounds and the music was so great that I wrote her an email and the email got lost like all emails do in their junk mail. And then she found it, then she responded, then I responded and then she didn't respond, but then I responded and she responded and the correspondence, it was it was immaculate. It was amazing. And it all comes down to this great interview. If you live in Philadelphia, you know about I-95 Collapse. I, our studio is literally around the corner. Around the corner. Can you believe that? Well, it didn't stop us from bringing this great interview to you. Stay tuned. But first, some messages from our awesome sponsors. Welcome to Mad Music Podcast, hosted by three bold, beautiful black sisters, Michaela, Alma, and Dami. The Mad Music Podcast was birthed out of our deep love for music. We review and discuss the music that madly moves us in a myriad of ways, from topics like cleaning music, the gospel classics that every black person should know, some of our favorite artists and producers, even the ones who be embarrassed in the show, mm. updates on festivals and shows around the country. Yeah, girl, who we see live? We outside. Those songs that you've slept on over the years. They are so underrated. And music scandals past and present. Girl, I know you lying. We hope we can provide a safe place for you to relax, laugh, and reminisce on all the ways music has impacted your life. Hello, everyone. This is Quincy Starth. I'm here with the amazing King Sis. <laughs> did, did you know? Did you know the people would react to you uh, being here like that? Did you know that? Did you? Did you? <laughs> No, I had no idea. So, uh, listen, King Sis, I am a fan of your music. I first found you 
through epidemic sounds, which we use to do the music in the background of our of our songs, of our episodes. Oh. And so I was like, well, who is this artist? So I started doing more and more research with you. Man, you you uh you you ain't no you ain't no uh, lightweight here. You got a history of, <laughs> of voice acting, uh, singing from the age of eight years. From I'm sorry, the age of nine. You you did voiceover work for BET. I mean, yes. And when BET was strictly for black people, not people who yes. wanted to learn about <laughs> black people. <laughs> yes, back in those days. Crazy. Yes. And, <laughs> That's incredible. You, you're you're uh, originally from VA, am I right? Yeah, that's correct. I'm from Northern Virginia. Oh my goodness! You, you, you're such a blessing. You you, you make great music. Uh, your you, your your music's heard around the world. You, you're a star. Do you have to go out like? Uh, can you go out with civilians, or you have to kind of, you know, arrange? Oh my god! <laughs> absolutely no. <laughs> I can absolutely be with civilians. <laughs> I am a civilian myself. Oh, I don't. I don't think so. I disagree with that one. <laughs> you know what? I will be honest though. This past um, trip, I actually, I just got back from LA last night. Um, back in the DMV right now. But I will be honest. This last trip to LA, I kind of told myself like, I think I might um, stop traveling alone for a little while <laughs> because. There were a few incidents where I was like, uh-oh, I need to be a little more careful about, you know, where I'm at and who I'm around yeah. because I, I did have one uh, little scary situation, um, but two that I was like, uh-oh, I need to I need to travel a little more um, in groups. <laughs> you know what I've learned about people today? Yeah, you do. Number one, yeah. you do. You need to, you need to have a, a partner in each city. Not not mm -hmm. partner, partner, mm -hmm. but, you know, some friends that you meet up in each city. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm yes. coming to town. Are you guys going to be available? I'm going to be at such yes. and such a place. You know, let people know where you are. But mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. one of the things I see, especially within the hip-hop and R&B community, is people don't mm -hmm. like to fan on you. So they'll have yeah. they'll, they'll have listened to everything you put out. They watch your videos. Yeah. They follow you on social media, and when they see you, they'll say something like, "Aren't you that little singer from yeah. that song, yeah. Day mm -hmm. One?" <laughs> Aren't you? you know, I they, would say yeah, especially in LA for sure. Yeah, for yeah sure. They, they try to play like they were like like you aren't on their rotation. Like they didn't just get out the car <laughs> listening to your latest LP. <laughs> And, 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 and it's, 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 it is what it is, but yes. yeah, yeah, I do appreciate it. I, I really appreciate being like a regular human being. Like it's probably one of my biggest pet peeves when I met people, when I meet people and they say, Oh, sing such and such for me. Like, um, no, I'm not on the clock right now. So I'm not <laughs> sing on command, you know, but one, I really two, do one, two, three, four, go. Right. <laughs> exactly. It's like, come on dance for us like no <laughs> but um I, I do appreciate that aspect of it but i do have to be a little bit more careful about <laughs> where i am and who i'm speaking to about what i'm doing and what i got going on because not realizing people actually kind of already know you and they're oh, they're, they know you. They know you. they're they looking for more information and to, to use in one way or another so yeah i gotta be more careful <laughs> yeah they know you and, and, and they're playing a mind game and uh yeah, yeah I, i've seen that with uh i work for a company named so far sounds and in this oh. podcast is uh another thing mm -hmm. first of all we got to get you to so far have you w w have you done so far yet 
I've never done. I've gone to maybe about three or four events, um, all in LA. I've never gone to. Um, I don't know if you guys have events out in DC, but oh, we got them in DC. Um, yeah. We got them in DC. Oh, yeah. yeah I, listen, okay. you got it. You got to do so far in DC. I, I'd love either in DC or LA, either one. I'd love to. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna uh, write. I shouldn't say this in this interview. I'm gonna write an email <laughs> introduction with our. Our artist management uh, team, they are spectacular. Uh, Grace yeah. and Pooja uh, over here so far, they, they do they deal with the entire East Coast. And okay. I, I'm telling you, 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 it, 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 you got it. You belong. You belong. You I would love. I would really love to. All right. So enough of me uh, manipulating uh, backroom deals on audio. <laughs> uh, let's talk about uh, you. You have dropped. Uh, two double singles within yeah. the same year. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. That classifies basically as an L as an EP. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Last year you dropped even more uh, double singles and singles. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. basically you put out an entire album. Yes. And, and, yeah. You dropped the EP in twenty two called Ka, which is the pronounced mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah. You- uh-huh. Uh, you you got uh you got big moody you got better all these songs came I'm sorry uh, better came on twenty one but still up uh, mm-hmm. all these songs this this is a full album this is this is my thriller album you just yeah, make, make your playlist Fine. King Sis thriller album that's what I'm calling this uh-huh. one <laughs> so I gotta know uh first of all let, let, let's talk about the song called Day One because I really like this song. It's a very beautiful mm-hmm. song. Um, you. Can you talk about the uh, your writing and creative process behind this and even the production of it before we play it? Yeah. You know what? Um, so you were mentioning past releases, and I think this one, I kind of wanted to do something totally different from all my past releases. And I, I say that in the means of, like, how I worked. The process mm. was totally different so um right as you mentioned last year in 2022 i put out an ep called ka and um a few singles from that ep before the ep uh, released in 2021 but then in um spring 2021 i put out my very 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 first full-length project my first album called ascension and both of those releases were done mostly you know the way uh modern technology works these days like my producers are all over the world and a couple co-writers that are in different cities and the states and so we pretty much pass music back and forth between you know myself the writers the producer mixers engineers to kind of um you know complete those projects but when i did day one it was the first time that i had met with almost everybody that i've been working with up until this point in studio at the same time and Mm. it was such fun to work with all the musicians in the same studio room we had a a, a gorgeous studio in la that um we all could work out of and there was a grand piano and full drum set and we did everything live for that double single sacred timeline that Mm -hmm. has day one right another wrong on it for day one we did everything live and it was the most like beautiful experience (laughs) the emotion of it was so present um i think Everybody was kind of, you know, locked in 
with the energy in the room and not just um you know with the sonics but just the the togetherness of it all was like such a beautiful experience i'm I'm really grateful to have been able to like direct the song and kind of arrange it right then and there live and 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 sing it together with everyone in studio that's nice well it sounds amazing and uh while we won't get a chance to listen to it make sure you guys listen to the second song uh right another wrong really great song uh written by king sis and uh yeah. you, you 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 your vocals are just they're always just uh creamy caramel it's like when i listen to you vocally i, I think about the old caramello commercials where they're like just uh-huh. pouring this delicious mix of <laughs> chocolate and caramel you have this this texture to your voice that just doesn't quit it's a true gift from god and i really enjoy listening to your vocals when you sing uh of course you've got a background and everything but what, what were your vocal influences uh period I think um so I'm I'm a gospel kid. I grew up in the church. So Amen. My uh-huh, my top influences are always gospel artists, but I will say and even, you know, growing up I had the type of childhood where my parents didn't want me listening to secular music. We mm-hmm. only listened to so the few quote unquote secular artists that I could listen to because they were singing with a message <laughs> were um India Reed and Lauren Hill. And so those two are probably my top um, female vocal influences. And then CC Winans is always thrown into that top three for me because I listened to her nonstop. Like I studied her vocal in a way that was like from her inflections, her mm-hmm. choices of run. I studied studied how she transitioned from head to falsetto or even her her mixed voice in between. Like I I studied that CC Winans and um I know, you know, a lot of other artists have said from you know, from Whitney Houston, them being friends, but they studied each other, you know, and that um that like spirit behind her as well is just so kind and pure and I think that comes through in her vocal as well. So I CC Winans huge influence on me. But yeah, I would also say Indiari and Lauren Hill are also my top and also when it comes to writing, when it comes to having, you know, like something to say in your lyric and a message behind um almost everything, you know, some things are just frivolous that we talk about. But, right, right. But no, but having substance in your music, I definitely got from uh, from Indy Ari and Lauren Hill as well. Well, uh, well, for those of you listening, I am speaking to the amazing King Sis. We are about to listen to day one from her double single out right now titled Sacred Timelines for your listening pleasure. You can find her music on Spotify, iTunes, and all streaming platforms. But make sure you check it out on Spotify. You know, get those numbers up. For, you, for, for all of you, this is King Sis with day one. Since we was kids You taught me how to fringe kiss Now you so cold with your business But you still don't know what love is Love is more than feelings, it's choices Why we so indecisive All these years later 
still the same shit running Open cycle, but before it closes I want you to want me Day one from the Sacred Timeline double single with King Sis. First of all, I love the title and your name, King Sis. How did you develop this this uh, this this name for yourself? Thank you. Well, actually, Sis is just basically like my name. <laughs> oh. um, everyone has called me Sis since childhood, and it came from my dad actually. So um, I have younger parents. My parents had me when when we were young, but also I had a, um, a aunt sis. We call her aunt sis, but um, aunt sis is kind of like um, you know a, a close um, personality kin to me. <laughs> so my dad, you know, just started calling me sis, and then everybody just started calling me sis. It's a very common nickname i guess dc is a very southern city and especially you know where we all as black people migrated from um in the south we kind of like have a lot of family down in um, north carolina south carolina southern virginia and it's such a typical 
um, nickname, even like for family members, if you don't know their name, since our families are huge, <laughs> usually people just call you sis. And so it just became my name eventually. And um, later on in life, I added the king. Honestly, I don't really know where or why it came from when I was a little younger. I don't know why I did it. I know that when I first started, you know, creating um, socials and um, websites and email addresses for myself, everything required a first and last name. And so I was just going to have sis, but I, I didn't want to have my last name, which is Mills. So I just put King as my first name and sis as my last, and it just kind of stuck. And then later on, I started adding meaning to it. So... Mm. <laughs> So for me right now, um, and I'm sure it'll change. Like, it's a very fluid thing for me. It, it, it grows and it moves and it breathes on its own. And it has different meanings for me throughout different stages in my life, I think. But right now, um, what it means for me is just making sure that I, like, maintain a, a, a sense of, like, royal self, you know. I'm, like coming into my own and realizing you know who i am as a person who i am as an artist who i am as a woman just in life as a human being and so i think a lot of times um especially in the music business it can become very um self-serving you know like yeah. we self-promote and we talk about ourselves all the time and we're writing about you know our own personal life experiences and having this like moniker of king it keeps me in remembrance of like just being like um aware of my like of my royalty you know it's it's one thing to um be humble you know and there's another thing to be self-aware you know mm. and so i've been very i've been very um like i, I don't know the best word but <clears throat> deeper than humble i've just been kind of like um I've been putting, so I guess, let me explain it this way. The, the, my gift has taken me places where I never knew it could take me. And so I'm in rooms with people who I am, I've known from listening to their music from childhood. And I've been, you know, so, um, uh, intrigued with their career and following, you know, modeling my career after theirs for so long. And I tend to, um, you know, cower a little bit, not realizing that I belong, you know, in these spaces as well. And, mm. you know, I, I, I do a, um, a great job of, you know, sharing with uh, my experiences and talking about myself in these type of situations and like interviews and things like that. But in certain groups of people, I realized how I kind of lowered myself a little bit or um, not necessarily talk down on myself, but not see myself the way I see others, you know? And so right now for me, King is just a reminder of, you know, I belong here. I am in this space for a reason and God has given me these gifts and talents to share and to be able to use for others benefits. And so I think, um, it's a position of service and it's also, uh, um, uh, a means to like see myself a little higher than I had been in certain spaces. Well, uh, I'm telling you when you when you drop that jewel about you know being hum not not being being humble but more in aware of self awareness. It's so important <laughs> that artists know who they are, where they're from, and who's mm -hmm. responsible for the spots they're in, because mm -hmm. you know this industry is very deceptive and. You know, it could have it, it has people with way less talent than you thinking they are the next Beyonce or they are equal to their own. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
But enough of that. Let's uh, let's talk about this great song from your latest uh, season's double single called okay. "Single," but it's it's a I, we call, we're calling it a double single. It's called "No Little yeah. by Little." Yo, yeah. yo, your 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 writing alone is 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 very profound. I mean, what yeah, are you no. reading? Now that one, that song is actually written by someone else. I I usually write all my own music, but this double single seasons, both of those songs were written by other people. So I have to give props where props is due. Um, she is based in Sweden. She's based in Stockholm, Sweden, and she's an incredible songwriter. But um, but she wrote that song, and it came out of her own life experiences and it spoke to me in such a way that I was like this is me <laughs> this is me as well and so I had to had to um, jump on it and, and put vocals to her writing and so I thank her for that and I thank her for just the shared experience yes no little by little it is you do an amazing uh, job on this song um, uh, you know of course uh, it's, it was written uh, but it was written and you you deliver it with such uh, Compassion, you deliver it with Thanks. such uh, gravitas. It, 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 you, you do an incredible job on this. Um, for those of you listening, I am with King Sis. This is from her season's double double single out right now. Spotify, iTunes, all different platforms. This is King Sis with No Little by Little. I always give away too much. Mm. It's like I've got no sense of touch. I'm always pouring out my heart No little by little here I'm always pushing things too far Two, five, six, ten drinks at the bar No boundaries, I get too close No little by little here Cause I get my Jump and rest the fall I see no limits in the sky A little by little here No, no Got stuck on working on myself Thought I was wrong and needed help But I'm just different something else No little Let me fly into the sky Let me be 
All that I, all that I can, I can be. Let me fly, let me fly, let me fly into the sky. Let me be all I can be. Let me be all I can be. Listen to No Little by Little by King Sis. That was an amazing and beautiful song. Uh, there, there's so so many more uh, songs. You know, I you, you you put out music so much. You got more coming out this year. You got more singles. I feel yeah. like it's it's only. I'm so glad you. It's only May. It's only May. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so since I've been putting out a body of work every year, I put out the album in 2021. Mm-hmm. I put out a. EP in 2022 um this year i didn't ha- i had so many songs that were like part of the process of creating those bodies of work that i loved but they didn't fit for those bodies of work and then i've constantly been creating with new music as well so i had a combination of old and new songs that i wanted to share with everybody but they didn't quite fit in um, a cohesive way on one body of work so Rather than just throw a bunch of songs together on like a 22 song project, I wanted to kind of give little pieces here and there. Um, And so I decided to do releases every other Friday. I began in, I think it was end of March. Um, Yeah, I think we began at the end of March and we're going to go all the way through the end of the summer. So September will be the last releases, but we're doing every other Friday releases for about six months this year. And some of them are singles with just one song. Some of them are like the double singles with two songs. Sometimes I may just release four songs at once. It just depends on how well the songs fit together. And lately they've been fitting together in pairs um, or as singles, but in general, there is still a concept. You know, I can't do anything without uh, a concept. And so the concept for these releases is time. So I'm calling this series Time. And um, it's kind of a progression of, you know, like I said, old songs that were processed songs, but that I love so much, and then new songs. So you kind of see a progression of my, you know, 
um, growth, I guess, um, over the past couple of years in this music. And that's why each um, title for the double singles, they all have a connection to time. So we've had uh, the first one, On My Time. The second one was called Grow Up, which kind of was about it's time to grow up. <laughs> the third one being Sacred Timeline. And then this recent one that came out, uh, seasons. So yeah, there'll be a, a release every other Friday um, from now through September in the concept of time. I also want you to know that I forgot to mention Grow Up because I was looking right at it. And uh, mm. I want you to know it's so hard to pick the songs to talk to you about. So uh, <laughs> um, my sister-in-law helps out with the writing. My wife does okay. and uh, another friend of mine and my, my my younger sister helps out. And so we all listen to your music. I love Everybody's fighting over you. So um, <laughs> it was like, we, you know, um, uh, we left grow out, we left grow up out, grow out. We left grow up out. And it mm -hmm. wasn't because we were uh, disappointed on on my time <laughs> again. It wasn't because these are lesser songs. But right, right. between myself and three black women, I can't never mm -hmm. win. <laughs> <laughs> so so <laughs> these are the songs Love that got that. that came out. I, I have I su submitted to Superior Wisdom, and <laughs> this is what we we, we, we got. So uh, this next song, and uh, this will be the final song we talk about, is Close to Heaven. And mm -hmm. uh, it's, again, great. The, the, the production, the, the, the writing. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. Okay, so once again, on this um, Seasons project, these two songs are two songs, probably the only two songs that you'll get from me this year that were written by other people. And um, again, so the writer's name is Victoria Alkin. She wrote Close to Heaven, and it's so beautiful. Same deal as with No Little by Little. It spoke to me in a way that was so personal, that was like actually really present for where I was um, at the time as well, being in relationship. And so... Close to Heaven is just a story about, like, no matter what happens, like, it actually talks about seasons changing in that song. And it's like, no matter what season we're in, like, I will be here with you because I've never been this close to heaven. I've never had so much joy, peace, love, everything within one relationship. And so that's what this song is about. It's just about being in love. It's about, you know, being willing to walk a thousand miles for somebody you know just because of what you do for each other and and spiritually you know emotionally like how you provide for each other in that way it's like it feels like you're close to heaven and, you know I, I don't mean to sound like i'm throwing any shade on having uh your songs written by other people trust me uh luther vandros who's my favorite uh vocalist ever uh didn't write yeah. his didn't write his songs it, it's you know people tend to get lost in this you know, consciousness of ghost writers and rappers. And, and it's like, listen, is the song good? Can we yes. sell it? Can what people listen yes. to? <laughs> yes. I think what's most important is the quality of music that you're putting out. And a lot of times, you know, we get burnt out. Like I've literally written everything. I mean, as you said, I've put out so much so much music like so much music and i've literally written every word you know and i think last year i started working more with co-writers so i really only work with um with two other writers and we had a couple songs off that car project that were co-written um and this year i 
you know, I've, I usually write about my own experiences as well. And so I had a moment where I had written about everything I was feeling at the time. I'm like, what else can I write about? And, you know, life always presents, you know, new situations, new circumstances, new experiences to write about. So they eventually came, but I had to take a break and just live to get those experiences to write about. So during the break time was when I did have these two songs that are on seasons that were completely like not even co-written by me, but completely written by um, other people. So I'm grateful to have um, incredible co-writers in my life, incredible writers that, you know, speak to where I'm at at the same time as, you know, where they are. So we relate in that way and they're just gifted. And so I'm glad to have had that experience to have, you know, other people write for me on this, um, on this season's project. That was actually a really good time for me to grow myself. And so you'll hear kind of different writing from me right. after here on out. You'll, you'll hear, like I said, the growth in the process of this uh, time series. And I want to drop uh, a jewel of wisdom given to me by a Grammy nominated artist named Matt B, who I believe mm. in 2020 or 2019, 2019, mm -hmm. he had uh, a billion streams in Hong Kong and Japan, uh, R&B artist from Chicago. Didn't even know. Didn't even know. What? <laughs> it's crazy. And wow. uh, one of the things that he had taught me uh, in my time of knowing him, him and his wife are a phenomenal team, uh, mm -hmm. was, you know, if you if you write every song on the album, you're writing yourself into a corner. He said, you have yeah. to either collaborate or have other writers. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. uh, I, while Michael Jackson did write some of his songs, the hits mm -hmm. he did not write. So, you yeah. know, you have to. Yeah. I learned that. Yeah. I, I was one of those type of people that was like, I got to write everything I say and everything I talk about, everything I sing about has to be personal and true to me. And, and I did that for so long. But you realize that it does kind of, I want to say, um, box you in, but you kind of pigeonhole yourself because you're one human, you know, and it's great to have the experiences from other people that everyone can relate to in a way that speaks to more than just people who can relate to you, but speaks to people who can relate to anything like, you know, we're human. So we're all going to have similar experiences. We're all going to have relatable, you know, moments. And so it's good to just collab to get those experiences from other people as well so that a wider audience can relate for sure. I'm glad we had that conversation because I think it's, it's really important for people to know here at So Far Sounds in Philadelphia, I deal with a lot mm -hmm. of artists who, you know, um, they, they'll stop performing and they'll stop putting out music because it's not written by them. And it's like, mm. you, 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 you're like, you, you're missing dollars to pick up pennies. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just, yeah. Just make the yeah. music. And, and while, yes. while it's not all about money, it is about building a, a, a wall of, of, of every song you put out is a brick and you have to yeah. build a house. Okay. So you have to continually yeah. create content. We, we get lost into this, like, like the TikTok world. You have to continue to put out music. Not every song Luther put out was a hit. Not every song Michael right. put out was a hit, but right. you know, when it hits, it hits good. And that's what you want to do. Yes, I totally, totally agree. And as long as you're remaining authentic, like I'm not saying, you know, sing a song that somebody else wrote that has, you know, nothing to do with your aesthetic, your brand, what's true to you. But as long as it remains authentic to you and your artistry, then absolutely go for it. Amen.
Now, this song we're going to listen to right now is awesome. This is King Sis from her Seasons double single out right now. Spotify tunes and all streaming platforms. This is Close to Heaven.
Yes, thank you so much, King Sis. Your music is just amazing. I, I, I have enjoyed every bit of this interview. Thank you so much. It's, it's a pleasure thank talking you. to you. Thank you. Likewise, I really appreciate this interview. Actually, I got some gems from it as well, so I'm so appreciative. Well, uh, I, I, I was blessed. I was blessed, so thank you. May you find more grace, mercy, and peace out there, okay? Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. Have a good day. Okay, you too. Take care. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Your brand is operating on your behalf 24 hours a day. And brand consistency builds confidence. At 1030 Designs, we help you build brand confidence by creating cohesive logos, social media posts, websites, and marketing materials so your audience knows who you are at a glance. We're here to help, and we're ready to get busy for you. Visit us at 1030designs.com today. That's 1030designs.com. Hey y'all, my name is Ernest Owens. I'm an award-winning journalist and CEO of Ernest Mini Empire LLC. I just launched a great new podcast called Earnestly Speaking, where we talk about friends, foes, and anything that goes. I love talking about the news, politics, social issues, pop culture, entertainment, everything that you probably don't want other people to know you're thinking about. So if you really want to hear a black criminal's perspective on the world, this is the podcast for you. And if it's not, it's still the podcast for you. I want to thank King Sis for coming on the show. We appreciate you. I appreciate you because everyone else went on vacation. I am so sorry the episode got us so late. It's because I was the only one here. I was the only one here waiting. Stay tuned for episode 224, where we interview Arula and Quiet Sun. Quiet Sun is a producer. He's from the Philadelphia area, and Arula is a very eclectic, awesome artist from the L.A. area. So we're going to interview them, episode 224. I think it's safe to say that you guys know that episode 224 will be our break last episode before our summer break there's so many people i want to thank you but i don't have time so i'm just going to thank jackie stallworth my wife who is the executive producer who emails and sets all this up and just a really great partner and friend thank you so much jackie uh stay tuned uh, more episodes will come in september i believe